Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday to everybody out there. We are excited. It is Final Four weekend. Not many better weekends than this across the sports calendar. We're also excited because we are live here on the block at the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Of course, Mercado sponsors us every day, every show, so we're very excited to be out here. Uh, we've got uh, we got some goodies out here we're already snacking on. They gave us some good go-home go treats here. I can show up here. So uh, we're very excited about what we got here. Uh, you should be excited, too. Get on out here, 84th and Havelock. Buy one, get one free on Steakhouse Burger Patties. Nick was out here. Big Frank was out here already taking advantage of that deal. It's only available during the show hours. So uh, up until 6 o'clock, just mention the ticket at checkout. If you forget the, uh, the, the the words there, the ticket, just look at us. We're right over here. We can see you purchasing it and say, those guys said, said that I could get a good buy one and get one deal. So, uh, yeah, but the ticket will work, too. Come by and check us out. The incredible variety of meats with all types of cuts. Plus, there's some seafood as well. And again, we're sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese every day, so we love to be out here. Uh, as we mentioned, going to break, or at least we got updated um, by our producer Nate back in studio. Um, the Player of the Year for Nebraska, or excuse me, for I always say <laughs> it's funny how often you just how long I've been in this business. If I, I usually get a word confused, I'll just throw Nebraska in there. But it's not Nebraska. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Nebraska. Uh, NCAA Player of the Year now, uh, Oscar Shibway from Kentucky. Uh, kind of interesting. Most years you have a, a front runner or somebody that's, that's clearly out there. Now, he's, he's up there as far as the All-Americans this year, uh, along with you know the, the Johnny Davis, Keegan Murray, Kofi Coburn, Jabari Smith types. Um, but uh, I was a little bit surprised to see him, him win that one, Oscar Shibway. Shibway takes the uh, takes the the most or, or the best player across the country. I believe it's the Naismith is what he won today. I I, I want to be honest. That's the type of player that Nebraska needs. Oh yeah, just that, one's that relentless, unstoppable, just Dennis Rodman ish. Just I'm going after everything. But what I love about them, him even in that that coming off of his freshman year where he averaged 11 points and nine rebounds as a freshman, almost a double-double with, with uh, West Virginia in 10 games. He decides to make a move, and he totally expanded his game. I'm going to be totally honest with you. If it wasn't for Shibwe, Kentucky would have fell out of the tournament and wouldn't have done much of anything because there were many a nights that he literally put them on his shoulder and carried them to a win. So kudos to him. Um, surprise. Johnny Davis got about 10 votes. Uh, throwing Keegan Murray for one and Kofi for yeah, a yeah. few. But for the most part, um, he, he dominated the competition. And I was surprised. But yeah. listen, uh, kudos to him. 60% from the floor shooting. Uh, did a wonderful job in leading his team. And, you know, he increased his point numbers by, you know, six points and, and was the leading the charge for a tough, tough SEC conference. 
Yeah, until until they ran into, of course, the uh, <laughs> of course they ran into St. Peter's. Food. We got more food here, but uh, St. Peter's <laughs> took down the AP Player of the Year in Kentucky in the first round. So that's always uh, going to be a memorable moment from this tournament. Uh, as we uh, speak of this tournament, the Final Four um, might talk a little bit about it more in the second hour too. But are you leaning a certain way? I know your bracket, like mine, has been blown up. But now, as you go into this Final Four, uh, Duke, North Carolina, obviously Kansas, and a bit of a beat up Villanova there. Um, do you do you think that you have a a team that you think will, will win this game or this this tournament on Monday, I should say. I love Jay Wright. I think he's a tremendous coach. Jay Wright is a type of coach that he knows the style of play that he likes to play. He knows and expects a certain thing out of his, his kids in the way that they um, handle their business on the court and off the court. And he has that, and they all seem to have good character in which they buy in to the system or Jay Wright's not having it. It's, you know, he's one of those type of coaches as well. I just think that the injuries are hurting them yeah. right now. I just think they don't have enough depth. They're already playing about a seven-man rotation. Yeah. And you're losing some of your key players. You have a bunch of players that really haven't had a lot of that opportunity. Now, they could shine. Yeah, we don't know that. I mean, we've had situations I've never get, where that happened. bet against Jay Wright, <laughs> you know, and he's going to have them well prepared. But at the yeah. end of the day, I just don't think that they have enough to be able to overcome a very deep Kansas team. Yeah, I, I could definitely see it. Justin Moore is the player that got hurt at the end of their uh, end of their win, getting into the Final Four. You could tell at the time it was bad. I mean, his teammates usually when you when you get to the Final Four, there's the dog pile at half court. Everybody's you know <laughs> everybody's partying. Uh, it was a bit of a somber tone for uh, for Villanova because they might have seen their national championship hopes kind of falling there at the end. He's their second leading scorer throughout the year, and uh, they're very guard oriented. I mean, they were yeah. they were playing through those guys, but the forwards have played pretty well in. The tournament, though, I will give right. them that. So at least there is that spark. But like you mentioned, I mean, they've they're comfortable with a six man rotation when Moore is healthy. So it's uh, they're really going to test their depth there, and we'll see what they can do at Villanova uh, in that game against Kansas. How about the other side of the bracket? Duke, North Carolina, obviously Coach K's final game. These teams uh, split both their games in the regular season. Now they match up for the first time in the NCAA tournament. Um, it almost feels like. I mean, I, I guess if you're a Carolina fan, maybe you're all you're feeling the same way. Like history is leading up to this perfect setup for North Carolina to beat Duke, uh, and you could send Coach K out the door. But to me, it feels like this is like a, a, a send off from the basketball gods for Coach K to get one more victory, redeem that loss against North Carolina, um, who, you know, they've got a lot of guys that can get hot. That's the one thing about Carolina. I think Duke's got way better talent in this game. Uh, Benchero being, you know, being the leading part of that, probably the best uh, odds on chances to win the most outstanding player of this tournament, of this Final Four. But, you know, but you know, they, they've got several players. Uh, you know, Caleb Love got, went off a couple nights ago or a couple rounds ago for 28 points. Um, you know, the Oklahoma transfer down low, uh, Brady Manick has, has been incredible when he's been able to play unless he's throwing elbows and getting kicked out of the Baylor game. Um, they've just got, they've got a good group of guys, not necessarily, sometimes it's better to have that, that one guy, and maybe, maybe Armando Baycott is that, that you rely on every game to be your leader. Um, but I, I think they're, they're, 
they're in, in that one in that weird case where you know they've got it. I mean, it's North Carolina, so I suppose it's not that weird. They always recruit well, um, but they're in that weird, weird, nice situation of you don't know who it's going to be coming from that night. Well, and and that's and that's the part because they have they have great guard play. They already have that. We know that. And Love and Davis have potential to go off. So we know those things. We know Baycott is going to handle the middle. He's going to block shots. He's going to rebound his tail off. He's going to beat you up. He's going to do a lot of those things on the interior. And then Manic is like, he is the, like, it's a Manic Monday. If they get, if oh, yeah, they, they get, if they get there, it's, it. it may be a Manic Monday. And uh, uh, so with him, with his versatility, we saw how close they got to losing once he went out of that game. And they were blowing him out. I, I can't remember exactly which game it was. But they were beating him, and he ends up getting kicked out of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Baylor game. Baylor the game. Round, yeah. And Baylor almost because after it, – it, listen, they were beating him soundly. Oh, yeah. Manic goes out and leaves the court. And that game – so for me, Manic is basically the, the cornerstone to what's going to happen if they're going to have success against Duke. You obviously got re- revenge factors that are in place, as you said. By the by, the trouncing that they got at at uh, uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium on the send off of him of Coach K. So when you look at all those components, it's going to make for a tremendous, enlightening, powerful, impactful game. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to watching it. And I think it's almost out going to unless you know it's just I, I don't even know how it, it, it can't. It's almost going to outshine the championship game if either of those teams win it. Yeah. I mean, the story from this season will be the Final Four victory there, unless it's like a buzzer beat or something amazing in the championship game. Because, again, the story just couldn't be written any better for either side right. um, to, to have this Final Four meetup. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it, it's going to overshadow the Kansas-Villanova game a little bit as well. Um, it's a good thing it's a nightcap. Yeah, yeah, and it is. They, they set it up in the right situation there. Uh, hey, Sorensen's back. Oh, no, he's back for the keys. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I need to be able to drive home. So Sorensen brought my keys. We don't want to get stuck. <laughs> so that's always good news. Uh, but, yeah, the Kansas, uh, in the North Carolina Duke game, um, it's just it, – it, I, I, it's hard to, to, to put it into, into the correct words of, like, it's just – Perfect. I mean, this is this is all the stars aligning um, for a great matchup. That's going to be something that you know, certainly for Duke fans, if they win this game, or for North Carolina fans, um, you know, people that are that'll be there, even just watching it, that's one they're going to tell you know their grandkids about one day. So yeah. uh, I can't wait for Saturday for that. And, game. and you got people like uh, canceling concerts. And, oh yeah, Eric Church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got all Church that stuff going. going on, and yeah. you know, maybe Draymond Green who said you know he'll he'll you know forego a game. I don't know if That's he can right. do that right now uh, <laughs> with, the, with, with what's going on with them. He said he'll forego a game to go yeah. watch LeBron. Maybe he'll maybe, – maybe we'll see James Harden uh, leave a game. And, you know, he's, he's left games and gone oh, out yeah. to Las Vegas and got it going and got it cracking and started making it rain. So maybe he'll <laughs> shoot it and make it rain and – and uh, have a little sighting of James Harden yeah. in the Final Four. You never know. See Doc Rivers uh, call out James Harden. Basically, blame the loss on him last night uh, against uh, on James Harden. And it all and just also, over dribbling. 
Yeah. Doing what he do. You well, knew that. Yeah, he'll do that from time to time. You, but you but Doc, you knew that. Yeah. When Don't you act like him. you didn't know. <laughs> but at least he's calling him out. Do you like that move from coach uh you know from, from Doc as he's going into uh the playoffs around mm. the corner? They haven't hit full stride, but you want your players to know like and and, and James probably knows it. Um, it, you know, but some see it as a public shot for what it's worth. He was defending the bench as part of it. They were asking about if the bench didn't play well enough. He basically said, eh, it wasn't really the bench. It was James tonight that, you know, that cost him. Um, I don't know. I like, I like the fact that he's holding Harden accountable, but it is awfully early in, you know, they, they better it's have a dangerous. good relationship because it's awfully early in it's the relationship. It's, it's really dangerous Yeah, because James is what I call Ralph Trezvan. He's a man with sensitivity. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, if you, if you poke a man with sensitivity, he may go in a corner and kind of pout and cry and, you know, just, yeah, you got to be careful about a man with sensitivity, right? Oh, yeah. Because he, they'll take it personal as opposed to. He'll now, go in a corner and eat. That's and, what he's doing. <laughs> and get, get quite, yeah. quite chunky, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing team, any sort of team ball. And so. What I saw in some of the last games is early on, you had a lot of success with Maxi. Oh, yeah. And how the flow was going, and Maxi was able to get it going. You saw a lot of that, that happening. What I saw was frustration out of Maxi and some of the others. And therefore, you get to a point where the bench don't know what to do, they don't know when the ball's coming. You're throwing, you're setting him up, James Harden. You're holding the ball so long, it's four seconds on the clock. Here, now you yeah. get it and expect him. That's what was happening a lot. And there was a lot of frustration, I can see. If it gets too hard to Maxi, trouble for uh, the 76ers, trouble. Do you think that? Because he's really that linchpin. Yeah. You know, and B's oh, yeah. going to do what he's going to do. Harden's going to You need, need that, that third help. guy. You need yeah. that. And, yeah, and if Maxi gets frustrated, it's going to be trouble. Do you believe it at all? I know you kind of like the conspiracy theories as well. Um, do <laughs> yes. With the, do you think the 76ers actually lost to Detroit, giving it their whole, whole go? Or do you think that they might be looking at the standings and doing their best to avoid the Nets? Listen, anybody I think, if you're a smart person, I would try to avoid the Nets at all costs. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just saying, look, right. not avoid them. I ain't scared of them. Right. But you don't want to if come into the, that first, the first, round, yeah. first round of a game. You, I, you don't want that smoke. I, I don't think you want that because I think Kyrie's a different animal. I think KD's a different animal. They took a tough one. They, I mean, listen, it came down to it this last game they just had. Uh, it was them against, um, oh, shoot, who was that? Just last night. I can't remember exactly who it was, but it came down. Oh, Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. It was a oh, tough one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen. Giannis is a different animal right now. People are throwing because of that night, or because of that night last night that he had. People are saying maybe he just took the MVP. Yeah, MVP. listen, watch that man. Here come that man. They would say <laughs> that man is doing some remarkable things right now. And what I love about it is I talked about this a couple of years ago. I said if Giannis Antetokounmpo develops an expanded game, he's going to be a problem. And now you've seen him step back threes? Giannis is going to be a problem for oh, yeah. a lot of years to come if that game continues to expand like that because you can't stop him. He's ever been as good downhill as, as LeBron James. Oh, yeah. He can do all the stuff he can do, but if he expands that jumper, 
He's going to be trouble. Yeah, we've been waiting to see that jumper come along, and they've been pretty successful with it not coming along either way. So uh, that could really spell danger for the rest of the crowd. Uh, we are live at the at the Mercado once again here on come the Come at us. Come talk to us. Strix said he'd sign an autograph for you. We've already taken a picture with a fan. Um, so uh, all that stuff going on. We're at 84th and half luck until 6. Also until 6, you can get that deal. Buy one, get one free on Steakhouse burger patties uh when we come back it will be your chance to win 15 dollars to buffalo wings and rings uh because we're live on location we're not going to do a competition there for you we'll just have maybe let's do with caller number three right now 402-464-5685 but we'll still have a bit of a game show for strick as he attempts to name the most outstanding players from the final four's past since the year 2000 i'm gonna make sure he doesn't start Googling. i'm for the people <laughs> yeah he's always playing for the people though and he's out here live at the Mercado. We'll be out here till 6, and we'll be right back here on 93.7 The Ticket.